right, what's up everybody? My name's Tyler Dunn with Dunn Deal Investments and we are live. So let me get a few little adjustments going. Trying to get everything good. All right guys, so what's up? Um, I got a haircut. I got, uh, well my beard's kind of a little trimmed and shit, but I don't know, I gotta clean the neckline and stuff. Gotta trim this beard up a little bit, but what's up babe? Um, but uh, so today's Tuesday. I missed out last Sunday because um, I had I had a really bad arm injury. Uh, let me try to fix this real quick. Do it in an hour. Update this computer. All right. So I have like I messed up my elbow. I'm trying to see if both cameras can see it. I messed up like right around here. Well, it's back here mostly. This this elbow part, like where the joint is on the side, and then I'm pretty sure it's like underneath the bone right here. Um, I messed up my arm really bad Saturday night and went to the hospital Thursday morning at like eight o'clock in the morning, and uh, um, so I went, you know, went to the hospital, got an X-ray, got it checked out, and then I went to the orthopedic the next day Monday, and I didn't go to work, I didn't go to school, I stayed home all day. Um, I was in a lot of pain. It got to a point where my arm was like locked and I couldn't, I couldn't go back and forth like this. Like I can now, it was almost like it was just locked. Like it was just really stiff and like it hurt really bad if I moved it any other way. So that's why I wasn't on Sunday. And then Monday I didn't make up for it because I was, I was still in a lot of pain. I had to ice it every hour. I'm still icing it every, like every, literally every single hour. Um, which I'll probably actually ice it after I get off this, these live streams. But, um, so that's why I wasn't here Sunday. So today's going to be the makeup episodes. So today's officially 20 episodes and, uh, I'm eventually going to get to the three digit mark. I can't wait to see like a hundred episodes on the, on the bar. It's going to be crazy. Um, let's start off with, uh, everything I, you know, I do, I do the charities. So I only have one more week. This is the last week to donate for the Wounded Warriors charity. Um, my goal is still $1,000 to be raised altogether between um, people that come on to this uh, live stream and myself. And um, I think we're at like $10 now, which, you know, I'm kind of hoping to get a lot more by the end of the week. But uh, I already donated my $5. I donate $5 every uh, $100 that we reach together as a team. And then um, I donate five ahead of time. So technically, I guess it's like really like every $95 we hit, I donate the $5 because I pre-donate the $5 every single time. Um, so we're only at $10 right now. I'm really hoping to get to at least a couple hundred. Uh, and then uh, I don't know what the next charity is going to be yet. I have to figure it out. But we have probably this episode, um, Wednesday, and then possibly Sunday. And then it's probably going to go off. What's up, Eli? What up, man? Uh, we got the the vape king over here, man. Uh, if you guys want like any vape stuff, go to um go to Eli's page. What up, man? <laughs> go to Eli and Eli will hook your ass up. Uh, what was I gonna say though? Uh, so yeah, so I came. All right, so Wounded Warriors charity, like that's what I'm really trying to raise money for and stuff. So um, trying to hit a thousand dollars. Uh, it's gonna be a tight race because I only have a week left on that on that fundraiser, and then I'm gonna move to a different charity uh cbd now all right so he's doing cbd stuff so if you want if you're into like the whole like cbd um like pens and all that stuff uh go see eli um and if you want if you want me to like 
How do I donate? Oh, uh, yeah, go to my Facebook page. So go to like my personal Facebook page, and then you'll see for like the wounded. It's wounded warriors. So um, I unfortunately I don't know how to get the links on here. I might have to like start doing uh like a comment and then posting the link. Uh, maybe that's what I'll start doing. Actually, it's actually probably pretty smart. But uh, just go to my Facebook, my personal, and then um, it'll be a link on like my Facebook page, and then you just donate. Um, what was I gonna say? So yeah, so that's the Wounded Warriors. Uh, I I actually really like that charity out of all the ones they have on there, only for the fact that like it's for our vets. So anyone that's coming back from overseas or in the military, you know, any 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 military branch, um, they're helping out the vets. Uh, I think they're also, they also have programs, I think, that actually help um, people that are still in the military, like going through the military. But I think they mostly help the vets, which, uh, what do you call it, um, is very, very important because a lot of them come back and, and they can't get back into civilization. They, you know, they go through a lot of dramatic uh, situations when they're, you know, out there and trying to defend our country and defend your uh, your right to be free and, your you know, any rights that you have. And um, they do a lot. Uh, and they do, you know, and they don't even just help the people that come back with uh, mental issues. They really help a lot of people that need to get, you know, find jobs, maybe even like get back into civilization and, and start becoming, um, you know, get out of that mindset of war and, and chaos and stuff. And they're trying to get back and they're trying to just be like a regular uh, civilian. So that's, that's something that's really important. I talked to a lot of uh, people that I know that are vets and they don't have a lot of resources. You, you'd think they would have a lot more resources than what we probably have now. Um, but he was telling me they really don't have a lot. It's only a few people I can really help out. So that's eventually a goal that I have where I'm going to, I'm going to eventually have enough money where I can go and do like maybe like nonprofit organization and uh, help out the vets and, and people that are coming back from all that military uh, lifestyle. Um, but all right. So that's for the wounded warriors. Um, today, talk about the injury. All right, we're going to talk about learning from your mistakes and um and then we'll also talk about like healing and like health and all that all that good stuff that most of us probably uh <laughs> a lot of us probably like don't really do. Um or we try and then we fail. But um so one thing that I've learned especially <laughs> after coming off this injury, um I did like I did something stupid where I was uh my friend came into town. We um we went out like really late and there's not, there's not really a lot of stuff to do late at night in uh, Coral Springs. Um, so what was happening was I, we, you know, we, when he comes down here, we normally, uh, you know, we do stupid stuff, like probably go and drink and do, do a bunch of stupid shit. And we kind of just like, we go to famous spots when we were really, really young and we just kind of like take in memories from like those spots um, and there's this one spot where there's a dugout. You have to climb on top of this dugout and you go up there and, and we just chill up there. And there's, it's a really, really nice view. You get to look at like all the cars that are going by and stuff. And like, it, it's just, it's really a nice view. We used to go there all the time. And funny enough, it was actually my idea. And I'm like, let's go on top of this dugout. We'll go up there, chill for a little bit and we'll get back down and do whatever. Well, at the very end, when we were coming back, like get to get off the dugout, I got up fine. And then we were coming back down. I, it's like a little wall you have to grasp with your hands and you kind of like pull yourself down. I kind of tried to really fast, like I was facing the opposite direction and I thought it would just be easier to kind of like pivot and catch myself and then lower myself down. But what ended up happening was when I went to jump and pivot my, like I came down too quick 
and it, it didn't have a lot of control. And what happened was I came down so fast that I lost, I lost the grip. Like my hands just slipped right off the, the wall, fell to my feet and then fell really fast back onto my back. <clears throat> and I got up and I thought I was okay. And I got up and my arm was, uh, it was really numb and I could feel it just tensing. Like, I don't know if anyone's had that issue. Like maybe you jammed like a finger or something. And then like a couple minutes later, it, it's really, really tense. Well, like my elbow is literally locked like this. Like, I, like, I mean, I could maybe, yeah, I couldn't even really do that. I, it was literally locked like this. And the only way it wasn't painful is if I just held my arm like this. Um, any other slight movements of like, just maybe like shifting, moving up and down. It, it, I felt a lot of tension and it hurt really bad. Um, so like, that's why I went to the hospital the next morning. Cause it was, it was really bad. It was to the point where like, I couldn't, I couldn't even move it. And it kind of made me really nervous. I thought maybe I'd like, I either jammed. Um, I talked to someone and they're like, Oh, maybe they might have to like pull it back. And like, it could have been dislocated, but I didn't really think it was dislocated. I thought maybe it was really bruised, but, um, but yeah, so what ended up happening was like that happened and I was really pissed at myself and then I, I got delayed. What's up? way back to you not really sure i don't know if i personally know you if or if you're just someone that maybe joined but what's up um but yeah so i i jammed it really bad but um i've been icing it and it's getting a lot better like i can actually almost fully extend it i can't i can't get fully extended but uh it's pretty close like i'm just gonna keep icing and um hopefully it gets you know Eventually, I think within like a week, maybe I'll be 100% better, uh, fully recovered. But the whole point of me telling you that story was I had to learn from my lessons. Um, and uh, one of the biggest things that I've learned is like I do a lot of stupid, which I was, funny enough, I wasn't actually drinking when that happened. It was I actually started drinking after because I was in a lot of pain. And I told my friend, I'm like, yo, we need to go and get some alcohol because like, I'm in a lot of physical pain right now. So like I need, I need to like do something about the pain, but I actually drank after the fact I messed my elbow up. Um, I wasn't actually drinking during the time, but, um, the whole point is like, I've done a lot of stupid stuff when I was young. Um, like when I was drunk or whatever, and I'm just really, really starting to tell myself, like, I think honestly, like I'm just going to quit everything. Like not like quit everything. Like, quit everything in my life, but quit. Like, I really don't want to drink anymore. I, I really want to try to go like completely sober for as long as I possibly can and only drink on like special occasions, like in the sense of maybe like, um, uh, you know, a huge accomplishment is when like, maybe I drink or like I go to a wedding and maybe I drink a little bit, or I'm really trying to cut it out 110% out of my life as much as possible. The problem that I feel like I run into a lot is it's so accessible to the point where like I I can just drive down the street and go get it. And it's more of like a discipline problem. Um, I've noticed I've actually cut back a lot on alcohol. Um, before when I had a lot of my friends uh, around me and stuff, I, we used to drink a lot. I remember going out and we used to drink really late, which is even probably worse. And then you're going to sleep with all the alcohol in your system. But, um, and then we used to do a lot of stupid stuff after, but the point of the matter is like, I'm trying to learn from all that. I'm trying to like, I'm kind I'm kind of not trying to throw away things. I'm trying to like remember things and then put it in my brain and, and, and try to learn from it. 
Um, I really feel like alcohol I want to get rid of. I want to get rid of, uh, you know, I want to I start going to bed really early. Like I want to try to get to like the point where I can go to bed at like 10, uh, 10 a.m. or uh, 10 p.m. or like 11 p.m. max um, and really try to do better um, in those aspects. That's what I keep telling myself and I keep trying to do. Um, it hasn't really worked out so far. I'm, I'm really trying to change a lot of things. But there's a lot of issues where I know a lot of us will do something and then um, you're like, all right, well, I just got to learn from that mistake, right? And you should. You shouldn't really push it away. There's a lot of people that I know that kind of like go through something and like, all right, well, that happened for a reason, which maybe it did. Um, and then they don't try to learn from it. They just kind of do the same thing again. And like if I, you know, what I started to like really understand and learn is like you have to take issues that you're going through go back physically try to backtrack and figure out maybe like, cause everything's preventable. You probably, you know, you might not agree with me on that where uh, maybe, you know, you're probably telling yourself, well, I don't like, you can't prevent this. You can't prevent that. But like you really can, if you really deep, like deeply think about it, most of the things that, that maybe cause you pain or, or um, you're doing something that's causing that pain and you can easily just backtrack like when I say easy, I'm just, you know, you just go in your head and backtrack. It's hard to accept the fact that maybe you're causing your own pain. That's what took me a long time too, because I constantly would blame people around me instead of looking at what I was doing and figuring out like, all right, I, I was making the mistake over here. If I just went and did this way and learned from it, then I could, I could personally fix it and, and not blame someone else. Like it's so easy to blame other people that I think we get caught up in that. But there's a lot of issues where I've had where um, I did it to myself. Um, let me think of let me think of a good one that I could probably give you. Um, driving's a really good one. I got into I got into a really bad accident. We'll say this, which I haven't even really talked about. I got into this really really bad accident. I flipped my car. The guy in front of me had a heart attack. Stopped and I was making a turn into the intersection into the next road or the next street. And, uh, the guy had a heart attack. Now I don't remember a lot that happened on that, but I'm almost 110% sure, excuse me, that if I would have just paid attention, maybe a little bit more, I probably could have avoided the accident. Now I, I, you know, I can't honestly tell you that 110%, I'm almost positive though. It's, it's stuff like that where there's a lot of accidents that happen. And if people would just be more of a more defensive when they drive rather than just like more aggressive, um, I honestly believe you'd be able to save a lot of accidents because I've had issues where, um, you know, I, I was going down the road and I noticed I saw someone driving and there, I knew they were going to cut out in front of me or something. And instead of me trying to get ahead of the person, you know, I, I, you know, I slowed down and let him go. And the reason for that is not because I'm, I'm a pansy or anything like that. It's because I knew something was going to happen. So I did my, in my best interest to avoid that accident. And I think a lot of people don't do that. I think they get caught up in the mindset of like, I'm right and you're wrong. And they, and they don't do that. That's something where, um, I'm sure a lot of people have had accidents because they try to be more aggressive and, um, they can't, 
you know, they can't learn from that mistake. They probably would then, if they got into the accident, they just blame the other person, which I've seen hundreds of times with any of my friends, family, relatives, you know, they do it all the time. But in the end, it really was your fault. You could have probably prevented that accident by just being defensive. That's something where you can like, it's kind of like, I guess, a good example of like learning from your mistakes. Um, but uh, I have plenty of them. Like, I'm not perfect. Like, I'm not, I'm not preaching to you guys, telling you that I'm perfect. There's stuff that I do every – what's up, Bashma? Um, there's stuff that I do every single day where I, uh, you know, I learn from it. Like, maybe not in that moment you don't learn from it, but, like, it's you, you feel like it's a mistake. What's up, Ash? What's up, Ashley? Oh, man, you made me turn the camera. What up? Um, it's kind of it's, – it's one of those things where, like, like uh, I go through it and then – Later on, it takes me maybe like a week or two, and then I'm like, oh, like it was my fault. Because then you start, I, I do a lot of stuff where I backtrack in my mind, where I'm just like, all right, like this incident happened or this problem happened. And then I'm thinking to myself, all right, like what caused the problem? Was it my fault or was it this person's fault? Was it controllable or was it not controllable? And then I go back, I backtrack through the whole incident, and I realize that almost 99% of the time, it, it was probably my fault. I could have just reversed it. Um, so that's where I kind of like learn from a lot of my mistakes is something happens. You mean like not going on top? Yeah. You missed that whole conversation. I already talked about all that stuff, but <laughs> I already talked about all that stuff with uh, the arm thing. But yeah, the, the dugout thing was definitely something that, uh, would be a lesson learned or a mistake that I made where I probably shouldn't have went on the dugout. Uh, to be a hundred percent honest, I probably shouldn't even have been out that late. I probably should have been sleeping, but, um, that that's something that I could have learned. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like this one is like a big issue because I feel like a lot of people like to blame other people for their problems. And it's probably like 99% your own fault. You just don't realize it in some way. Um, but once you start taking control of that and you start, not yeah, it, once you start taking control of that and you try not to like blame other people is when you start really having full control of your life. And it's actually, it's, it's one of the most incredible feelings because then you can actually literally start controlling every outcome, um, which sound, a lot of people are going to disagree with me on that. I know for a fact, but just try it. Just try doing, try, try taking a mistake or a problem in your life right now and just try to backtrack and see if there is something that you could have done, uh, you know, something different. Maybe you could have went back and, and. And instead of calling the person names and stuff, you could have tried to been maybe a little bit nicer or you could have tried to go to a different person. Um, a lot of this stuff's probably related to like customer service. Like I've had incidents with Amazon all the time. And instead of just, you know, obviously you blame Amazon for shit uh, or I did, but what you do is then you start looking for other resources that you can do to then fix it. Like here's a good one. Actually, now that we're talking about this, Here's a good example of me taking control and not blaming other people. I watched the full video later. I got a soccer game. All right. See you later, Ash. Um, have fun at the soccer game. Be safe. Um, but the cool thing was – or not the cool thing, but the issue I had was Amazon was charging my card for Amazon Prime, and it wasn't the full amount. It was like $11, $12 um, every once in a while. Or actually, it was like every single day. And then what happened was my – my bank Wells Fargo would then refund the thing and it would like overdraft and then they'd fix the overdraft. But every single day Amazon was trying to charge me prime for a membership. 
Um, I couldn't figure out why I knew, like I called them and they're like, it's not your account. You must've put your card on someone else's account. Um, I did put my card. So, you know, it technically was my fault because I did put my card on my girlfriend's brother's account, I think, to get Amazon Prime to get the stand that I'm using right now um, to use for Amazon right now for, uh, can't think of it, the stand for the, the cell phone for Instagram Live that I do. Um, so I used it to get the two-day Prime so it would get here a lot sooner for the web, you know, the live streams. But what happened was they were charging me, charging me, charging me, and I call them, and I'm like, look, like, I did put my card on another account. I put it on this person's account or whatever. I was like, can you, you know, trying to resolve it. They're like, we can't do anything for you. They literally told me. They wasted, uh, like, an hour and a half of my time going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And I'm trying to, like, literally come up with solutions to give Amazon. And Amazon is literally coming back and is like, no, it didn't work. We can't do that. We can't do that. And I'm like, all right, like, screw it. I'm going to take control of the situation. Like say goodbye to the guy on the customer service line. wasn't helping me hung up the phone, then call my bank. So I call my bank and I'm like, yo, this is the problem. Amazon's charging me crap. And they're like, yeah, we noticed that. That's why we keep refunding. You know, we keep denying the charge and refunding the money back to you. Um, and I'm like, look, man, the only thing I can possibly think of right now is just to reorder, like cancel the card and, and send me a replacement debit card. So instead of me blaming Amazon, which, uh, you know, I'm sure I'm not the only problem or the only person that's had a lot of problems with Amazon, as it's not the first time Amazon has really screwed me on, on stuff like that, but, um, and couldn't help me fix the problem. But, um, instead of just blaming Amazon and just accepting that I was screwed, I went to an alternate route and I, I took control of the situation in that moment of time, called my bank, told my bank to issue and told them, Hey, can you do this for me and just cancel the card and, and replace the card for me and send it to me? Yeah, we can do that. So, you know, that, that was an issue that I'm going to learn now and not put my, my card on someone else's account. I'm just going to put it on my own accounts now. Um, you know, can that happen again? Yeah. Is it likely? Maybe not. Maybe it was just an issue on the one and a one time offense, but I'm going to take responsibility and learn from that mistake and not put my debit card on someone else's account whether it's a friend, family member, whatever. Um, I'm just not going to put my card everywhere. That, that was my own fault. But like I said, you just kind of, you take control of the situation, you come up with new solutions. The problem solvers are the ones that always make it and the people that bitch and complain and say, oh, I can't, I can't fix this issue and they give up. The quitters are the ones that never make it. Uh, just a heads up. Um, all right, so that, that kind of leads me into the next thing, which is... Uh, I call it healing and health. It's really more like health. I don't, I kind of said healing because the whole issue with my elbow and the arm situation. But, um, this is probably one of the most important elements that you, everyone should be doing, whether you're 20, whether you're 18, um, 10, 50, 60, 80, you got to take care of yourself. Your health is the most important element that anyone could ever have. Um, and it's something that everyone talks about, but I feel like no one ever does anything to do about it. And I, I was I was guilty of this for a long, long, long time. I used to I used to be the person where we used to eat stuff, and I used to say, you know, I'd put a fact of how bad it was for you or whatever, but I'd still eat it, right? So it was almost like I was giving advice, but I wasn't taking the advice, which was you know really poor on my end. 
But the one thing that I used to do that was terrible for my health was when I was really young in high school, I played a lot of video games. So it's just my, my game of choice was Halo 3. I played a lot of team doubles with my friend Pablo Fuentes. Uh, a lot of other people used to play with us on the custom games. I think Halo 3 was one of the first games to ever produce um, the custom element where you can literally create anything you wanted to in that world. Uh, it was um, it was called Forge Mode, and you can literally create any game type um, which just changed you know the industry, and that's where you get all these crazy games now from that are trying to copy the same element. Uh, what's up, babe? Um, but uh, so, anyways, what I used to do, which was really bad for my health, I used to stay up extremely late, probably up until I'd play from maybe 9 p.m., maybe even earlier, and stay up all the way up until 5 a.m. or 4 a.m. around there. And I used to eat as I played. Now, that's like the number one thing that I think everyone should know uh, you shouldn't be doing is eating extremely late and then going to sleep because what's happening is your body's not, um, your body's in rest mode and it's not producing, it's not breaking down the food. You're kind of just like holding the food in. Uh, it's not getting digested or anything like that. And it's not being broken down. You're not like getting rid of the, the food that you're eating. You're kind of just sitting on it basically. Um, <clears throat> but that's something that I did for a long time and I paid the price for it. I think I'm actually still kind of paying the price for it, uh, which I'm trying, I'm trying to fix, I'm trying to fix myself, uh, which I'm 23 and, and, um, you know, I'm having, I'm having a little bit of issues. I think I could, you know, it could just be my head, but I, I honestly think like it's because I did all that for a long time. I think I did that for about like four or five years and I'm trying to like fix, you know, fix all the mistakes I did when I was really, really young. Um, so if anyone's watching this, that's extremely, extremely, uh, young, maybe like 10 or maybe like the range from 10 to maybe 20, like, you know, it's, it's true what they say. Like, honestly, try to get good habits formed when you're young because it screws you in the end. And once you start getting a little bit older, um, but it comes back to like good hygiene, um, which I think I, I think I was okay when I was young. Um, right now I feel like I'm a lot better. Like I'm trying to floss my teeth more. I'm trying to take care of like, you know, I'm going, to, I'm trying to get into the habit of going to the doctor for checkups every, every year, the physical, um, I go to the dentist every six months. So I get my teeth cleaned and everything. Um, what else? Oh, like I, I hurt my arm really bad. And instead of waiting like three or four weeks and you know, if it was broken and it didn't, you know, heal properly and I was screwed. I went, you know, I went right away and I went to a professional that could probably help me and get my arm fixed. The whole point of me talking about all this is if you don't take care of your health, which should be your number one priority, yourself should be the number one priority. This is where I think a lot of us get things twisted and I had it twisted for a long time. A lot of us think other people around us should come first, but you yourself should really come first. If you don't take care of yourself and your health, how are you supposed to take care of the people around you? You're going to crumble as the other people around you get stronger, which is not what you want. You want to be able to live a long life, long, healthy life. You want to be able to, uh, you know, keep your health in really good condition. So that way over time you can start giving back and helping other people around you, your family, friends, relatives, you know, any, anyone that you want to help. I mean, I have massive goals of helping millions and millions of people, uh, between the business, the done deal investments with the homes and just adding on to more things where I can literally just help you get through, uh, really bad situations and then get you into a new home and have you protected in the, in that asset or that home. 
Um, but, you know, and charity, like I'm actually doing charity work now that we're talking about charity. I'm doing, um, I'm doing a lot more volunteer work at my part-time job with Broward College. They just sent out this email um, basically talking about, I think it's, it's somewhere in Fort Lauderdale. I'm not really sure about the place. It's some wildlife. Um, it's like a wildlife area or like trail. And I guess from the hur- the previous hurricanes that went through here, there's a lot of tree damage. There's a lot of like cleanup that needs to be on the beach. Um, I volunteered to paint um, the pavilions, I think is what it's called. So I'm going to do some painting. I think that's actually October 12th or the 14th. I got to look up on my calendar. But so I'm starting to do a lot more volunteer work. It's it's for multiple reasons. First of all, I really want to I really want to do more charity um, type of uh, work to get my, you know, myself more motivated, more enthusiastic about helping people Two, I want to get a little bit more exposure. Um, I'm not ashamed to say that I'm trying to get a little bit, a little bit more exposure where I can meet some more people grow, uh, maybe meet people that can possibly help the business. Um, and even just get more people to know me, get to see my face, get to know me outside of just the live streams and working at Broward college and, I'm trying to grow people to get to know me more. It's really one of the big things. Um, but on it, that's, that's a big thing. I'm re- and the, the other thing that I just talked about was, you know, I'm really trying to, f- I really want to get more involved with the community. I know the biggest way and the fastest way to help people is to get more involved with the community. And uh, I think that was kind of taught to me from being going to church because that's really what church is just a bunch of people coming together in, in a, in a big community and then they give back. It's really what church is. Um, excuse me. But so that's why I think I had, I learned that part. Um, but yeah, so for your health, you know, start, I know it's hard. A lot of us are going to complain about the time situation. I know like I have issues with time. Um, consistency has been my biggest issue with anything I've done. Uh, which comes back to health, which is like going to the gym, trying to go three times a week. Um, the checkups, a lot of people probably fall short on like checkups. But the cool thing with the checkup part, like if you're going to get your teeth um, cleaned at the dentist or a physical, normally you set – I it, the biggest mistake I think people might make with that is they wait to make the appointment. Make the appointment the day you go in for the checkup or the physical or whatever and just make the next appointment with them on the calendar in front of them. Um, and make it, even though you're probably like, oh, I might change, I might not be able to go, just make it so it's set. I think that's a big problem too is people, I used to do that where I'm like, oh, I'll just call in and then you don't call in and like time goes by and then you forget that it's been six months, you wait like a whole year and then you're like, damn, and then maybe you have an issue that you could have fixed within the six months if you would have just went for the checkup. Um, I've had cavities before. I think I've had, I think I've had two cavities before, but I think it's because I'm not brushing properly and stuff like that is why it happened. Uh, and I wasn't really brushing at night, which is really bad, but making it my business now to research, I actually just watched a video on how to brush your teeth correctly, which people might laugh at me for that. But there's a lot of uh, issues that I saw in there, which a lot of people probably don't know. And that's why I'm like doing a lot of research. I'm trying to get more. Um, I'm trying to eat better. I think the dieting is one of the biggest problems that I think Americans really do have. Um, I'm guilty of that. I think I eat way too much meat. Um, and I really probably should cut down a little bit on the meat. Um, but you know, I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to put together nutrition plans and stuff like that. And 
and really try to figure out how I myself can, can get better at getting the nutritions I need and, you know, just working out a lot more. Like I, the gym, I think is a big thing right now. I can't because of my arm, I'm not, I can't flex it. Or I can't lift weights with it. I have to give it at least, I think a week, uh, you know, this needs to heal correctly in order for me to continue going to the gym and stuff like that. So I'm not trying to push it on any, any form, you know, I'm just trying to wait and let it heal make sure I can flex it properly, make sure it's, it doesn't hurt me in any way, make sure I'm icing it every single day, every hour, 20 minutes. But, you know, health is a big, big issue that I think we all go through, whether it's, you know, dieting, your, your, your hygiene, your normal hygiene routines in the morning. Um, now, I'm no expert, so I can't tell you what you should be doing and what you shouldn't be doing. I'm just telling you that I think a lot of us think too small on our health and it's re- all I'm really trying to do is trying to get you to um, kind of process a little bit more, like kind of like almost like a warning kind of thing where it's like, I, I really, I really believe that a lot of us just, yeah, we need to get good health, but then we don't do anything for the health, for our own health. Or like we like criticizing other people, like maybe someone's really overweight and we criticize that person, but we're doing a lot of maybe the similar things that that person that's overweight is really doing. Like we're not going to the gym. We're not, you know, we're not eating right. We're eating McDonald's all the time or, you know, we're, we're not cooking our, our meals once in a while and we're not really trying to figure out what we're physically putting into our bodies. We're just getting something off the shelf of Publix or whatever and not really looking at what's in it, which I know it's hard. Like, it's not easy. I'm telling you from my own experience and even like struggles I'm going through right now, like consistency is my biggest weakness. If there was one big weakness when you go on that job interview – you know, when they, you go on a job interview and they're like, what's your strengths and weaknesses? My weakness would definitely be consistency. Um, because the biggest issue that I have is just my, you know, being responsible for myself in certain aspects of like eating good, not eating this. Um, desserts have never really been a bad thing for me. Like I've always been able to control the desserts. It's really just like my main food. Um, like I eat, Like I said, I eat a lot of meat, which I don't think is good. Um, I mean, I'm not saying meat's bad for you. I'm just saying like, I re- I consume a lot of meat. Um, what else? Uh, the gym, which I'm con- like, I feel like sometimes I get into a flow and then something happens. Now the elbow happens. So this is going to keep me out of the gym probably for a week. I'm going to feel really bad about myself. So I'm probably going to gain weight <clears throat> and all that stuff. Uh, but I'm going to have to try to kick that, kick that to the curb, kick those thoughts to the curb. And then reform um the gym schedule i'm gonna have to you know try to get back into the gym again that was my problem the first time was i think i had an injury where i couldn't work out um which pissed me off because then i had to wait a week and then the week came around where i had to go to the gym and it was really hard and then you have to try to get back into the flow of the gym and your muscles ache really bad excuses but you know consistency uh, consistency is like my biggest weakness by by far hands down um let's see all right so i don't really get too much into the health it was kind of just like i just really think honestly like health i don't really feel like people put a lot of uh a lot of thought into the health they kind of just go yeah like health is important and we all agree on that i don't think anyone would disagree with that your health is the most important element unless i don't know someone's crazy but um i just really feel like we don't we don't really try that hard to like, you know, fix or change habits that relate to our health. Uh, all right. So 
talk a little bit about done deal investments and my updates on that. Um, actually, before I do that, I'll talk to you about uh, this. So I've been trying to get back into this. I've been locking really bad. Uh, the lock, especially because my arm and I wasn't feeling good. It was just easy for me not to do it. I think the last, I went away on vacation too, which I didn't do it. So it kind of knocked me out of the rhythm. But <clears throat> today I got better at it and starting to get back into this. But so, all right. So for the quote of the day, <clears throat> which I'm going to put on social media probably right after this, I'm just going to quickly get that up, which by the way, I apologize to everyone because I haven't been keeping up with social media. I've been really focusing on stats. Um, I need to pass this class. Uh, that's the most important thing. That's probably the top priority on my list right now is passing stats and getting through it. I failed it the first time. I don't want to take it again. I'm not trying to take it three times, waste more money and more time. I want to get through it, take accounting one and then get out of school. Like that's, that's my main priority right now. But so here's the quote of the day. If you want to conquer fear, don't sit home and think about it. Go out and get busy. Dale Carnegie. <clears throat> I think I messed up his last name. Carnegie. I think that's how you say it. But so that was uh, the quote of the day, which I'm going to post that up on socials. I'm going to try to get really good at that. I think what I'm going to do is as soon as I wake up and get my coffee, get my, you know, get my breakfast together and stuff, I'm just going to take maybe like five minutes um, on my my morning ritual and just kind of just, you know, create that real quick. Cause they don't take long. I take about like five minutes. I just got to find the quote, which probably takes the most time. And then just, you know, find a picture, a decent picture of the person that I'm quoting. And then I just put it up and that takes two minutes. I got to just, you know, swipe it through different socials and that's it. Um, all right. So that was the quote of the day. We'll do, uh, I'll talk a little bit about done deal investments and then I'm going to wrap it up. I got to catch up on some stats homework as we're talking about stats. Um, cause Monday I didn't go to class. Uh, I went to tutoring today, which kind of caught me up a little bit, but I, I don't think I submitted this one homework, which I get, um, I get, what do you call it? Like, a he'll drop like the three lowest tests or the, the homework grades or whatever, but I still gotta go back and complete it, um, to, to learn it. So I go back, but anyways, done deal investments, uh, by the way, is a company that I designed. By the way, again, my name is Tyler Dunn with Dunn Deal Investments. What my company is designed to do is to help people that are in very bad financial situations, whether it's pre-foreclosures, a bank's about to take your house, you're about to go into foreclosure. Um, you have like lots of liens that are kind of weighing you down and you can't seem to get through them. And every single day they're racking more money up and more money and more Um Maybe you got a job transfer. You have to get out of your house extremely quick. You can't go through the process of a real a realtor, a real estate agent, and um, it's going to take you forever, right? Uh, what else? Maybe you inherited a house, um, or maybe you're going through a really, really messy divorce, and you know you got you maybe you won the house or whatever. You got the house and you lived in it for a long time with the other person, and it just you know you want to get rid of the house really fast. Rather than going through a real estate agent, I could easily just buy your house with cash and then, um, you know, give it over to an investor or take, you know, invest it in, into it myself if, uh, you know, I feel like it's a good good enough deal for myself or if I have the capital or if I feel like it might be easier in a situation, just give it to another investor. Um, we'll, we'll do that. But so basically how this works is to get you out of these financial situations or if you just want to sell your house extremely fast. What, what I'm going to personally do 
is it's called the three steps to financial freedom. Um, the first step is you have to contact me. We'll talk, whether it's on social media, whether it's on a chat box, whether it's on the phone. I prefer the phone just to get to know you uh, personally better. Um, email, uh, social media is anything really how we can just communicate. I'll ask you some really, really basic questions on the house to get me, um, give me an idea of what, you know, what I'm walking into the condition of your house. And then the second step would be then I personally come and meet you at your home. Um, I take pictures of the property. I look around to make sure that the damage is, um, you know, I gotta, I gotta see what I'm working with. So if I need to know how much money I need to either invest in it, to flip it, or when I pass it to the investor, they know exactly what they're walking into. Excuse me. Um, so what I'm trying, what I'm really trying to do, oh yeah, so yeah, that's step two. Step three would then be once I figure out how much estimately, like, you know, your repairs are going to be, um, I run comps around your neighborhood. So we go and find the three closest uh, houses that are similar to yours. And we're going to come up with a, an estimate price on what we're going to offer you. That's how we come up with that fair, reasonable price. Now, we can then negotiate the price. This is still step three. We can then negotiate the price. And when we come to an agreement, we'll put it under contract. I'll come, you know, I'll come with to you or whatever with the paperwork. We'll put it under contract. I'll pay you the cash. And then I'm probably going to get another investor involved. It's most likely it's going to happen. It's it's probably going to be like nine out of 10 times that I either, you know, take the house and reinvest myself. Um, nine out of 10 times, I'm probably just going to pass it to another investor um, and collect a finder's fee. I get a, finder, uh, a finder's fee of it or whatever for finding it and passing it to the investor. That's how I make my money. So I don't make money directly off you guys. I'm making money off the equity of your house. So that's something to keep in mind. Because if you go through a realtor or a real estate agent, they're going to collect commission, which you're going to pay. You're going to pay them directly the commission. So like, let's say they got you, let's say your house is worth $100,000 and they sold the house for, uh, let's just say the $100,000 that it's worth, right? You're going to have to then pay them commission. I think it varies. Like I think a lot of them do like 3%. I'm not sure on the commission rate for some of these people and it varies upon people but you do pay them commission out of, out of the pocket of the profits that you're getting. Now, the cool thing with this company and with this type of business, it's called wholesale real estate is all three of us. I say three because you, me and the uh, an investor that's going to be involved to flip it and put the, the money, the capital to, you know, reinvest in it. Uh, we all win. Now I give you the cash right? So you're winning. I'm not taking money from your cash pile. You're going to, you're just going to take the profits and then I'm going to take partial owner of ownership of the house. We're going to put it under contract. I'm going to pass the investor. The investor is then going to take control of the house. He's going to invest his own money into the property. He's going to then flip it and he'll probably make like three times his money. So he's happy. He's making money off the deal. You're happy because you're walking away with cash. And the investor is then going to, you know, reimburse in me the money that I paid you. And I'm going to get a little bit of a, a profit off it because he's going to pay me a little bit of a finder's fee for setting up the deal. Now, give me one sec. So everyone's benefiting from the deal. Now, if you need any, for any reason, let's say you need something extra or whatever, I'll, I'll do whatever I have to do to make sure the deal is is 
benefiting more your way in the sense of like, let's say we agree on the price, we put it under contract and you still need like another week um, to live in the house and in order to find another place to go live, we'll work with you. Like I have no problem with that. Um, This company is really designed to help more people. Uh, Obviously I have to make profit as a business in order to keep the business afloat, expand and grow. And at the same time, I need profits in order to live myself. Cause eventually what I'm, I'm going to try to do is, uh, this is a part-time job right now. Eventually I'm going to try to flip it, quit, um, you know, quit the main job that I'm doing right now. And then eventually be able to do this full-time to help even more people make more money for the company and the business and so on. Um, and then expand it. Um, but that's really the goal of this business is just to help people like yourself, your family, your friends, even my family and my friends. It's just to give another resource to the the people that may not be able to go through a realtor or can't afford to go through the hefty pricing um, of paying the, the, the real estate agent or even they don't, you know, they might not have the best house to go on the market and sell and it takes them forever. It's just a simple process of just me paying you cash us meeting maybe once or twice and um, just signing the contract to another investor. It's, it's very simple. It's it's extremely fast. um, And everyone wins out of the deal. Uh, But you know, that's, it's something that I'm working endlessly right now. Um, I'm trying to put all the marketing together. It's just right now I'm trying to get through school. So that's why you're probably not seeing a lot of the ads. You're not, you know, I'm lacking on social media. Um, I'm just trying to push through school right now. I only need two classes. I think I'm about a quarter of the way done with the stats class, and then I got to take accounting one. Once I pass these classes and, I, and I'm done and I get my two-year degree, um, I'm dipping out of school. I'm not. I'm not doing school anymore. I'm gonna just try to find um, a main gig to do, and then do this as a side hustle or a part-time position until then. I can flip it. Once I start making some capital gains and I start expanding a little bit and it comes to the point where I, I can literally live off the job um, and stuff like that, then I can work it full time um, is when, you know, it's going to, it's going to be, you know, be amazing. It's going to be, it's going to be crazy amazing. Um, but this is just a, it, it's really just a resource for anyone that really needs that extra booster or an extra hand. Um, and this is, this is one of the main, the main goals of how I think I'm going to be able to reach and help millions of people. This is one of the, the, the vehicles that's going to help me be able to hit a million people that I can help and serve, um, <clears throat> which is I, I, I truly believe is like my purpose of living is to help other people. It's, it's what I've always been um, amazing, um, not amazing. It's always what I've been like brilliant at is uh, my mind's always been in, in, in the you know, in the shadows of trying to help other people. It's really what I wanted to do for a really long time. And this opportunity came and I'm trying to take the opportunity and, and really invest some money into it and really try to do a good job with this business and, uh, you know, give back to a lot of people. That's, that's really the main job of this or the main goal of this company. Um, so, uh, all right. So I told you a little bit about that. The, I'm working right now on a video for the main page of the website. Um, I'm trying to work on some marketing stuff. I'm trying to get that book together. Where I'm going to order that book and we'll do like, uh, what do you call it? The be obsessed or be average book. And we'll see who wins that. Um, I'm trying to think what else I really, I have a lot of, 
a, a lot of visions and a lot of um, different goals. I just haven't had the time really to put it together and present it well. Like, um, I'm going to try to do it tomorrow, but what I'm going to do is uh, I posted this motivational video, I think about maybe – it's probably almost about a week, maybe like five days. Uh, yeah, maybe like about five days ago. And people had a hard time. I had a couple people that were my friends, and they came on, and they didn't really understand what the video was about. Um, <clears throat> so mostly I put that video out because um, someone questioned – I went through this whole debate or whatever. I think it was my girlfriend. We debated or whatever, and it was about depression and, you know, um, depression and negativity and stuff. And the video was really – I really put it on there because he talked about – this is Rob Dyrdek, by the way. Rob Dyrdek talked about when he was young, he used to go through these really crazy um, experiences where he would always go below a five. He rated his day one, I think it was like one to 10. And if he got below a five, he knew like things, you know, things probably around him were going on that were making him not happy or motivated in a lack of words. But it was something that when I first saw it, it really changed my mind because a lot of us, I think, just drift and we don't really look back and we just accept. It drives me crazy because my girlfriend does this too, but I used to do it a lot. You just accept that you had a bad day and you're like, all right, I'm going to start tomorrow morning. But there's a lot of things where you can control it. Like maybe maybe you got a really bad test grade. You got an F on your test. That controlled the negativity and it changed your mood for the rest of the day. If you can figure out what is causing your negativity in a sense and causing you maybe to hit these depressions and, and, um, little like, uh, pockets in your life, you can change and control your attitude. And that's really what I was trying to get at when I was talking about depression, negativity last week. And I think, uh, I think my girlfriend took it out of context, but, um, I, you can control, like, I honestly, I don't accept that you can't control depression. I honest, I, I don't accept that you can't control your outcome of behavior and moods and the swings and all that stuff. There, there's certain things because we're, we have our traits, we have our behavior traits, we have things that we already make up for ourselves. And when something happens, when we don't agree with it is where I think you, you change, like your attitude changes. And I, I've realized that a little bit. If someone will say something and maybe like politically I don't agree with and um, the way they say it, it hits a nerve. That's why, that's why I don't really like talking politics on here is because um, I don't – this channel is really not made for politics. It's, it's made for like I'm trying to boost people up, motivate them. Eventually when I have a podcast, I might do a little bit of political stuff. Um, I'm just not trying to really bring political stuff onto this channel or this, uh, these live streams because it's more of – motivation when you talk politics people get depressed they get too they get too angry they, they can't really handle themselves in conversations and i used to be like that a lot um sometimes i think i kind of still do it but um i've gotten a lot better where i <clears throat> control myself and i kind of realize that uh you know i'm taking things personally but um what else so yeah so that's another thing too like i'm gonna get a podcast pretty soon I, I don't know when that's going to happen. Like I don't have a time frame for the podcast or anything like that. But that's what these are really – that's what these kind of live streams on Instagram and Facebook are. They're more of like – kind of like almost like a live podcast. And that's what I really want to get into. I've always had this craving once I started listening to some podcasts. I really wanted to get a mic. I wanted to get a nice little setup. And I really wanted to get some of my friends to just kind of maybe talk and that's – and, you know, go back and forth and have some – 
some nice debates on on different things. Um, it didn't it doesn't have to be political. It it could be like anything. Um, you know, work related. Um, you know, why we have bad days, depression, like different things. I mean, some of it's probably going to lead into political discussions, but uh, that's something that I really wanted to start doing. I just haven't. I, there's so much stuff going on right now in my life in the sense of school, like college, this business, um, trying to do the, keep up with my other main, you know, my main job at Broward college. There's just a lot of things that are going on right now. That I'm trying to figure out what's up, Nick. I'll wave to you. Um, that eventually I'm going to get the podcast going. I feel like I've always had, like, I keep talking and I can keep doing things. Eventually I'm going to do the, the podcast, but I just, I got to look at equipment. I got to, you know, it's a lot of, it's a lot of stuff going on right now, but eventually that's what's going to happen. That's what these are leading into. It's going to be a podcast. Uh, probably definitely going to have a motivational podcast. Same thing I'm doing right now. I'm probably definitely going to have maybe a political, um, a political podcast channel or like a branch in the, in the podcast. Uh, I'll probably have a lot more stuff. Like maybe every single day I'll probably do a different podcast. And, um, that's kind of what I'm hoping to maybe eventually branch out and do is they shouldn't be that bad. It should only maybe be like an hour and you just kind of turn on the stuff, do it. And then you got to, obviously the hard part is sending all this, you know, sending it to all the channels and stuff, but it's not that bad. Um, trying to think what else. I don't know. We're coming up to an hour. So I think I'm pretty good on, on stuff that I've talked to today. Um, I'm trying to get more consistent on doing this every Wednesday and Sunday. Uh, I feel like Wednesdays and Sundays are good. Sundays I'm kind of relaxed and I'm kind of like, I'm playing golf, going to church. Uh, Sunday is kind of a little bit more of a relaxing day. And <clears throat> I'd kind of just get my, my homework done for stats and maybe do a little bit of business work. And then I do these live streams on the Sunday, Wednesday, it's, you know, middle of the week. Um, I just feel like it's enough time to branch out and give people a break a little bit from these live streams, but, and myself, cause it does take time. It takes like, almost like an hour to talk forever, but that's it. Uh, I appreciate everyone for watching. Um, anyone that stops by and watches just, you know, if you can just donate to the charity, uh, I gotta, I'm going to start trying to figure out, I probably can go on Facebook on my phone and get the link and then send it through the comments. And maybe that'll help people through Instagram drive, drive to the Facebook page and maybe start donating. That's something I got to think about and, and look into, but I appreciate anyone that's tuned in and, and watched. Um, so again, I'm going to try to do these every Wednesday and Sunday and I'll see you guys tomorrow because today's Tuesday. So I got to get uh, tomorrow is Wednesday. So I got that done. Um, I don't think if there's anything I need to say. Huh. I think that's everything. Um, I'm going to try to do, I think tomorrow, maybe I'll try to do it with Rob Deerdeck. I'll do a, I'll do a segment on Rob Deerdeck because he's changed a lot of industries. He's done a lot of stuff. I'll try to make a list of things with him. I'm trying to see if maybe still do it. All right. I think this will stay alive if I read you stuff off of the tabs. Like if I wanted to change the tab on the Facebook live stream and like read something off the internet, I think I could do it. Um, so maybe I'll do that too. I'll have, I'll have a tab open and I'll just read some stuff and maybe take some notes too. But all right, guys, I appreciate anyone that's watched this live stream. Uh, this is episode 20 of goals and updates, which I'm pretty happy that's on. It's episode 20. See you guys later. Again, my name is Tyler Dunn with Dunn Deal Investments. And have a great rest of your Tuesday, and I'll see you guys tomorrow.
Peace.